Well, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a little while, and not going to lie, this feels kind of weird doing this again, but it's good to be doing this again, because it, as I say, it just feels like it's been so long, and a lot has happened since I last recorded an episode. Uh, as of this recording, I'm not sure if I'm uploading this as like, as like a standalone episode, or if this is once again part of Straight Outta Klein. Uh, mainly because I had to cancel the subscription for a bit, just because there was no point in me paying for something that I wasn't going to be using for a while, and I knew I wasn't going to be using it for a while, which I'll get into in a little bit. Um, so, yeah, that's why this is either Straight Outta Klein, or this is a separate entity which is related to Straight Outta Klein, but it is still Dylan Tarle Reeve doing this. It's a very reflective Dylan Tarle Reeve right now. I don't even know if that's the right way to describe it, because I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing a lot of reflecting in this episode. I really don't know how it's gonna go. I don't know if I'm gonna start bursting into tears. I don't know what is about to happen as I record this and I look back on the past. So what's that, October, uh, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So the past eight months of my life, which have been, oh my God, they've just been unbelievable. Um, where to begin? I think first things first, this is um, a thank you to Kalosh to Stefan Nefe, or excuse me, Tremor Road Campus, as it's now known. But I don't care. It's still CS under me, damn it. If you know, you know. But, um... Yeah. I have just finished up my college course in CSN. And... I am just... I'm struggling to find the words to describe what a powerful year it's been. And what a beautiful year it's been I applied <coughs> excuse me I applied for the acting for stage and screen course back in uh, March I think it was of 2021 and when I applied for the course the person who hit that button to arrange the interview for that course and the person who is now recording this podcast 14 months later, are two completely different people with two completely different mindsets and two completely different outlooks on life. Some of you may know, because I have mentioned it in a previous episode, uh, I did actually do another course back in CSN in 2016-2017, in that college year. I did the Journalism for the Digital Age course, which personally just wasn't for me the college I knew was amazing the lecturers were fantastic my college mates my college classmates were very good people I've stayed in touch with one or two since who just you know were just amazing people and I um I, I was glad to kind of keep that those friendships going don't really talk to them as much now but if I bumped into them on the street, I'd happily chat away to them. I dropped out of that course uh, in 2017 
again a bit lost in life and a bit sad i think about just how how the year had gone um and like it was kind of sad seeing like i had friends in csn then who were doing performing arts courses and they just seemed to have it all figured out and listen they probably didn't none of us have it all figured out really even the rock himself doesn't have life figured out um but i remember looking at them and they graduated and they got their results and they went on to do whatever they went on to do and i remember kind of going like fuck i I just felt this kind of pit in my stomach of okay the course wasn't for me but i probably should have stuck it out i probably should have at least tried to get the certificate in the end i probably should have tried to um you know get the marks and it just didn't it just it's just not how it happened i was a lot more immature back then at 19 years old i was yeah i was 19 when i finished that course i'm 24 now um and that mightn't sound like a huge gap you know 19 to 24 that's what five years but wow i look back on when i say five years even out loud it doesn't seem like it was that long but really now like when you look at what's happened in those a lot can happen in five years and a lot's happened to me in those five years fucking hell of a lot that's that's not even another episode in itself. That's another fucking 500 episodes in itself. Not to be dramatic. <laughs> but I I dropped out of it. And not straight away, but a few years later, I did feel a bit of regret. And I didn't like how that chapter of my life ended. I didn't like how I was always going to associate college with dropping out and dropping you know or and you know not giving it maybe as much as i could have but then came 2021 and i had always been fascinated by acting i had always been fascinated by performing arts in general as everyone knows i have a pro wrestling background i'm a lifelong pro wrestling fan used to be a pro wrestling referee and cutting promos was always something i just to this day I still find really fun and it was like the thing I probably enjoyed the most about pro wrestling actually physically doing it was cutting promos and allowing my personality to shine through which um, I just yeah I felt like I just loved that side of wrestling and I always thought that acting was something that could improve my promo skills and it was like a career path after pro wrestling and a career path after you know, however many years I wanted to do that. Similar to what The Rock has done, what John Cena is doing now, what Batista is doing now, what Hulk Hogan tried to do and failed at, no offense, Hulkster. But, you know, that was kind of how I looked at it. And not to get, like, too deep, but, like, the last couple of years, like 2020 and 2021, I was in this setting, this social setting, which... I knew for the longest time was toxic. I mean, I say 2020, 2021. This was going back to like 2017, 2018. And it all just kind of came to a head over the next couple of years. And I was just so miserable. I was trying to get on with people who I knew didn't care about me. I was trying to find a place. I was trying to find a spot and a place where I knew I didn't belong. 
and I was trying to <sighs> I was trying to win a battle I'd already kind of lost. Having said that, because in this social setting it kind of felt like I because of where I where I live in East Cork and because of where some of these people lived, it kind of felt like I mean I don't really I could just couldn't see a way out of it. And as bad as COVID-19 was, it did allow me to gather my thoughts and think about the next steps forward. And kind of the... How I was going to get out of this toxic environment. I was lucky enough that even when my job that I was working in during COVID um, required me to go on temporary leave and go on the PUP payment scheme, which, listen, I was getting paid 350 euro a week to sit down and do nothing. That's a time that I I will never forget getting that. I will never forget going home from the office after being told that we had to go home and go on temporary leave and go on the PUP um, scheme. I will never forget like collapsing on the bed because I didn't get a wink of sleep the night before and thinking I am going to be off for the next few months doing nothing and getting paid for it. I'm going to enjoy this while I can, but I know that I can't live on this too much because I knew it wasn't going to last forever and eventually I'd have to go back to work. And it was a crucial phone call with a certain someone. They know who they are. They've specifically requested me not to say who they are, but... They know who they are. And they were talking to me about what my next step was. And I'm getting I'm getting so fucking choked up here because this has just been such a journey and reflecting on it is something that I try not to look back on the past too much. I try and live for the now because I spent a lot of time look or living in the past and it just never did me any good. But I remember um, this person asking me, you know, how how are you finding being off work? How are you finding not going to the office? How are you finding not having to take calls and send emails and stuff? And I was like, yeah, look, it's it's good. I'm not gonna lie, it's 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 good to a certain extent, but it's also a bit um, it is a little bit boring at times, especially because everything was locked down, so you couldn't fucking do anything except play PlayStation and watch YouTube and watch the WWE Network and watch UFC and you know it was great for a while but fuck me it did get a bit boring I was doing a lot of DDP yoga at the time which was fantastic and I will be going back to that again soon which I'm looking forward to because I've got a few things I want to reveal on this thing as well and I was talking to this person and saying like, yeah, look, it'll be good to go back to work. But uh, I said, in a way I was, in a way I was kind of dreading it because I was like, I just feel like I want to do more. And this person asked me, well, did you ever think of going back to college? And I said, yes, I actually have. Funnily enough, I've thought about that a lot over the last few years. And they asked me what course would I, or what, you know, subject would I think of, of doing again? If I went back and I didn't want to tell this person because something that I don't want to get too deep into because I don't want to like 
upset anybody. Um, back when I was in CSN doing the journalism course, I was really good friends with one of the actors or actresses to be more precise. And that was like, even back then acting was something I wanted to get into, but I just didn't really know how to get into it. I thought it was one of those things where I'd have to go to Dublin to do it. Didn't know there was ways of doing it in Cork. And I had a pretty public, <laughs> I could say pu- public in East Cork at least, public fallout with this person. And I just felt like it wasn't an avenue I could go down. I'd applied for the course twice before kind of, once was when I was drunk and I was kind of, you know, that Dutch courage that you get. And I just decided to do it. And I remember throwing away the letter when it arrived with my interview, time and date. And the second time I, no, sorry, that was the second time. The first time I had a family member find the letter and say, acting, really? Why do you want to do that? So there was a couple of things that put me off there. The second time it was, I think it was down to confidence as well. I just didn't have the confidence to do it. I was, I was too scared to do it. But um, I remember telling this person that acting was what I wanted to do. And they were like, fucking go for it. Why not? And, you know, they were saying that obviously it would help with the wrestling and, and the promo side of things and whatnot. But the main thing they said was, because they knew how upset I was in the setting I was in, and they knew that I was in a place where I, I was not feeling very welcome. And they said to me, this is not only a chance to improve, you know, promo skills. This is not only a chance to, you know, have a few doors open for performing arts. They were like, this is a chance to meet new people, to make new friends, and as dramatic as it sounds, to make a new life. So I applied for the course, and I was like, grand, I'll apply for it. But I'm not guaranteeing anything. Fast forward to, I think it was June, where I had the interview with... I'm going to mention his first name. I'm not going to mention his second name, because I don't know how much he wants of this to get out there. But the course director, John, who some of you might know, uh, he was also my course director in the journalism. And I always thought he was a great fella. I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about John. And uh, he's been an absolute fucking pleasure to get to know. I had the interview with himself and uh, and another uh, teacher in CSN. And it was that interview where I decided, yeah, I'm fucking doing this. I just felt so good. I felt so positive i just felt like yeah this is really isn't the next this is a new step this is the next this is the next exciting chapter of my life and for the first time in a long time probably since my phoenix debut or not even my debut probably my first phoenix training session was i like fuck yeah i can't wait for this yes i'm aware my voice just cracked um then fast forward to the induction day of the acting course in CSN. I was absolutely shitting my pants. I was so fucking nervous. And the eerie thing was, when I went to CSN that day, and I went and walked, I walked down there from the city, like I always did, from the bus station or the train station, depending on which one I got, 
I remember walking down the same streets where I was knocking on doors in 2019 after falling out with a very close friend where I was heartbroken. A friend who I spent a lot of time with in not just that area, but CSN in particular. I remember walking down that area going, holy shit, this is fucking eerie. And part of me was like, I, I'm i excited as well as, as well as being nervous, but also I don't like these memories that are popping into my head. And then I remember going in the door of CSN that day and holy shit, the place looked the exact same. Like, like my old secondary school. I haven't been in there at all really since I left school in 2016. Or when I finished school in 2016. But I... They built a new building onto that school. And it's like... It looks totally different in there. Like it's painted differently. There's like... 15 new rooms. I think half the staff has changed. The... The fucking... The areas outside are all different. Because of the, the new buildings that have... Taken up space. And they've had to develop outside as well. Like it's totally different. So if I went into my old secondary school... It would be like completely different. I went. I remember I went into my old primary school after my sister's first confession back in twenty twenty, and apart from the hall, everything else looked completely different, completely different, and it was crazy. It was crazy. But I remember being in CSN and going, we were in the exact same room as I was for the induction day for um, the journalism course, and I remember being. I remember texting my mother, of all people, and saying, I feel like I'm after time travelling. This, this, this is like I've gone back to 2016. And it was, it was very overwhelming. Very overwhelming. And just the craziest experience I've ever had. Went down, got to meet everybody. Left that day feeling really, really good and feeling really excited. We were told to go away and uh, and learn a monologue from a film and to perform it the following week. And boy, was I nervous about that. But the first week we had in CSN, I knew then I'd made the right decision. I knew right there and right then this was the right thing to do. I didn't tell a single person in that social setting that I spoke about earlier. I didn't tell a single soul I was thinking of doing this course. Fun fact for you, I was with this social setting, or in this social setting, about a month after I applied for the course, and one of them said, I was looking at that course, and I was actually half thinking of doing it, and in my head I was like, really? Fucking really? They may do it in the future, but they didn't do it this year, thankfully, because that would have been awkward. But uh, yeah, I, I just that week, just getting to know everyone properly and getting to to speak to the people and, and hear about people's different backgrounds. Because one of the main things I was worried about was being like the most inexperienced of, of the course and not having a lot of acting experience. Because wrestling, it is acting experience, but it's also not because it's, it's different acting. It's more kind of, it's more pantomime than it is theatre or, you know, you know what I mean? Um... But no, there was some people there who were doing acting for the very first time. People who had came, came from backgrounds of modeling. People who had actually, who were my age, who'd never been to college before, which I thought was quite interesting. A lot of people, obviously, who just finished their leaving cert, which was strange to see people in that position that I was in five years prior. Um, and 
yeah, just people from all different backgrounds, all different points in their acting training and careers and whatnot. And the vibes were just always fucking just so good. So good. And like, I know, listen, I'm 20 minutes in now and you're probably kind of going fucking get to the point, will you? But like, this is just me reminiscing because I don't, as I said, I don't like to do this an awful lot. I try not to reminisce too much. I try not to focus on the past too much. And listen, I'm not saying I never do it. Listen, I'm human. We all do it from time to time. But like, this was just, ah, oh, I, I can't, I can't put into words how great it was. And fast forward to December, where I've got this new friend group. I had ditched the last group I was in. And that was all down to having literally one night out. One very, very interesting night out. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to dwell any more into that story. But one night out with that college course where I just knew then these are now my people. These are now the people I will be associating with. These are the people who I want to be friends with. These are the people who... I'm going to be working with this year and making new memories with and happy memories with. And I remember feeling a sense of relief when that happened. Because in the last social setting, I've kind of said that it was a place where it was like, I didn't want to leave, but I felt like I couldn't stay. And it's a really, that's a really, really weird situation to be in. It's a really fucked up situation to be in as well. To be in a place where you don't want to leave because you're afraid of the unknown. But you know you can't stay because you're only going to get miserable. More miserable. I was already miserable. And yeah, fast forward to December where I'm playing Cahal Brua in Dividing the Nation. Which was a rendition of the Irish Treaty Debates back in the late 1910s and early 1920s and those are some of my favorite memories just some of my absolute absolute most favorite memories are the rehearsals the laughs we had the the many nights out we shared in the lead up to it the just the journey we all went on as actors the the, the camaraderie side of um you know the camaraderie side of of, of the performance and just, uh, I, I, it's just such a good time. Such an absolutely fantastic time. And within this time, me and the first name I'm going to mention from the course, Ian, the great man himself, um, we went to a concert together. We went up to Dublin to see Fozzie together after only knowing each other for roughly two months. But we were there as if we knew each other for years. And what a fucking time that was as well. Lads, I just... I, I'm i trying to get through everything here. But honestly, it's just there's so much to, to actually get into. There's so much to, to dwell into. There's so much to talk about. It's... Uh, I'm just so grateful right now. So unbelievably grateful. And we moved into you know January then. Doing classical monologues. Doing contemporary Irish monologues and scenes. This led to Hot Water Music, which is the most recent theatre production that I did uh, with CSN in the Graffiti Theatre Company. 
this was the most challenging experience I've had, <clears throat> excuse me, I've had as a performer. Whether it was amateur wrestling, pro wrestling, podcasting, streaming, acting, all the things I've done, all the very cool things I'm unbelievably, unbelievably pri- privileged to have done. This was the most challenging experience I've had. On the last episode of Straight Outta Klein, before this one, or you know, if this is not Straight Outta Klein, go back and listen to the last episode, I had to do a monologue where I was talking about holding my dick in my hand whilst pissing on a leprechaun, killing a postman, and then shooting the leprechaun. This was just unbelievably challenging to try and get out of my own head, to try and be a bit freer with the material, which was the feedback I kept getting. But that week of Hot Water Music, from the dress rehearsal and the tech rehearsal to the three, was it three nights we did? Yeah, it was three nights we did in the graffiti theatre. I have never been so proud to have been a part of any production I have ever done in my life. That is not a slight at any other thing I've done, whether it's sport, entertainment, sports entertainment, streaming, any of that stuff, podcasting. It was just that this was the most challenging experience I have had as a performer. And the sense and feeling of validation afterwards from hearing that audience's reaction, from hearing that energy they gave every single one of us on stage that night, I cannot describe that feeling. And I've I've just never been so proud. Not just of myself. That's the key part of this. I wasn't just proud of myself. I was proud of every single person who was on stage that night because everyone gave it their fucking all and not to say they didn't join Dividing the Nation, but there was something different about this one. There was something really different about this one. And I think it was down to the fact that we all just felt so... I think we all felt under pressure for this one. I don't want to speak for everybody too much but i would say 98 percent of the course at least felt a bit more under pressure for this one we didn't have as much rehearsal time we didn't have as much time at all really in the in the build-up to the show not only was i looking after the acting side of things i was looking after the ticket side of things we were trying to organize you know posters we're trying to organize meetings to upload to a production book we're trying to organize um advertising on radios on social media we're doing so much and I I will say I was so stressed I didn't even really enjoy the build up to Wrestlemania which was the Saturday and Sunday before Hot Water Music. I really really wanted to promote it as Wrestlemania semicolon Hot Water Music. If you know, you know. WWE lately have been advertising absolutely everything and when I say everything I literally mean everything as Wrestlemania, insert name here. (laughs) And yeah, like, it was just, it was such a process. And I remember after that Friday night, when we finished the last performance, I actually sent a message into the college group chat saying that, like, I'd never been so proud of anything I'd ever been a part of. And I know I'm after saying that, like, 50 million times at this stage, but holy shit, it was just, I will never, ever forget that feeling and the reason as well i loved that week was because it was the first time my family got to see me actually perform 
they you know they've they never saw me perform in in a in a wrestling sense they never saw me perform um you know they don't sit down and watch my streams they, which they don't obviously have to they don't listen to my podcasts most of them anyway and you're not really watching someone there you're listening to someone so it's different this was the first time they actually got to see me on a stage performing and that was something that i really really didn't know how it was going to go but i was so proud of myself afterwards in that regard but i want to give a special shout out to someone here because this was something where i felt just i felt like i'd grown as a person in this regard so i had two performances that night in terms of scenes and monologues i did the monologue where i talked about the leprechaun and i also did a scene with uh, another uh, college mate of mine dara uh, both scenes were from the uh, play drum belly by richard dormer who a lot of you would probably know from game of thrones northern ireland actor and and uh, and playwright he um obviously directed drum belly which is the one we did and yeah i was i was on stage for both of those performances but the most proud i felt on stage was the last night of the performance where i was on stage kneeling down not actually saying anything and it was a monologue from philadelphia here i come performed by James Hay, which is the code name I'm going to give him, but his real name is James Hayes. Fuck it, let's just say it. And James got, a, like, all his performances were fantastic, but that last night, that last performance, he got the loudest ovation I have ever heard in a setting I was a part of. I've seen football matches at Old Trafford where United have won in added time. I've been at pro wrestling shows where legends returned and got huge pops. But in terms of a show I was actually on, I have never heard such a positive, huge reaction for someone after after performing. And I got, I got goosebumps. I remember leaving and just being like, holy shit, I was privileged to be out there and to be a part of something that someone had done so well. And yeah, just moments like that were just amazing. And here we are. Here we are at the end of the year. I really am not ready for it to be over. If I'm going to be totally honest, lads. And this is where you're going to get a little bit of sad, Dylan, coming out here. I'm really not ready for this year to be over. It has gone so quickly. It's gone too quickly. And I'm really sad right now. I'm not going to lie. This is the first time I've probably properly opened up about it. Even some people listening to this might be like, wow. They, obviously, we, we were all sad about it ending, but I don't think people realize how sad I am about it ending. I really don't. I'm just... I'm recording this the week where I've done my practical exam, and I remember leaving the college that day thinking, wow. That's the last time I'm going to be in CSN doing something where I'm going to be marked. Something I've prepared for. And it's like, that's the challenge. That's the final challenge over. And I'm just, I'm full of so many emotions right now. I'm full of pride. I'm full of, um, 
I'm full of happiness. I'm full of joy. I'm left with so many amazing memories with so many great people. Even the bad stuff that's happened this year, which has been few and far between. I've learned from it. I've, I'm, I've grown from it. I'm still growing. I've got to not just learn so much about myself as a performer, but to learn about how I am as a person. I've grown as a person. I cannot say enough positive things about these past eight months. It has been an unbelievable ple- uh, pleasure to have been a part of it. I am so, so proud of everything that has gone into this year. I'm so happy that I got to m- a chance to make mistakes in a setting that was so forgiving in a very unforgiving business. I'm glad that I've been able to show a little bit about what I know I can give. But I know there's a lot more of me to come. But I'm so glad that I got to show, even just for a little bit, for, what, seven performances altogether. So, actually, maybe more with Dividing the Nation. We had two on the Tuesday. Or on the, was it Monday or the Tuesday? It was the Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was two on the Tuesday, two on the Wednesday. No, one on the Wednesday. Jesus Christ, I can't do maths. Two on Tuesday, one on Wednesday would be three. Two on Thursday would be... No, it was one on Tuesday. Right, there was a lot of performances for Dividing the Nation. Fuck it. I did a lot of performances, okay? And it was a glimpse into what I can do, okay? None of that is being edited out because fuck it. I'm... This is raw. This is unscripted. This is... This is just me talking from the heart. Speaking of heart... Heart, the short film starring, I'm going to fucking say his name, John Whitty and Shane Casey and George Hanover. And I'm so ashamed to say I can't remember the other actor's name, but I'm just going to call him Damien for now because that's the name of his character. Is an absolute cult classic and the link for that short film is being left in the description because everyone needs to see it. Everyone needs to see that short film. It is fucking beautiful. But... Anyway, that was something I had to get out. But, yeah, just to be able to show a glimpse of... I always knew I had stage presence. I hope I don't sound big-headed when I say that. But I knew I had a, a, a stage presence about me. I've got good stage legs. And to be able to have shown that this year has been fantastic. And I'm so happy I've gotten through this podcast without crying because I'm not going to lie at the start I thought I was going to lose it there for a bit (sighs) CSN it has been an unbelievable pleasure the acting for stage and screen course I can't recommend it enough for people who are thinking of doing it it's a great college there's so many opportunities that arrive afterwards Uh, me personally I'm not going down the academic route after this year I'll be continuing my acting training with an acting school, which I'll dwell more into soon. Um, you know, I was talking there about my performance ability and, you know, obviously my background in pro wrestling where I was a pro wrestling referee. And as honoured as I was to have that role, I didn't really feel like I could show off my true ability. And I can finally confirm now, after leaving Phoenix Wrestling back in December, Joseph Tarl will be returning to the Phoenix Wrestling Academy this summer. And Joseph Tarl 
has some very cool ideas of things he would like to do in the Phoenix Wrestling Universe. Can't dwell into it too much more, but listen, secrets out. Joe Tarl is back. Lock up your wives. That was a very weird thing to say. Um, but Joseph Tarl is back. Joseph Tarl is back, and he can't wait to be back in the Phoenix Universe. Yeah. That's just where I'm at right now. I'm just glad I got some thoughts out here. There's so much more I could go into. Like, this is a watered-down version of what I really could get into. But, unfortunately, there's only so many hours in a day. And everyone else has lives to be living, as we all do. And that's a very important thing to remember, lads. Life is worth living. And if you're in a setting where you feel like you, you can't get out or you can't get away, you can. You can. If there's a goal you want to achieve, if there's something you want to do, I don't care how big or small it might be, go for it. Fucking go for it. That's what I say. You miss 100% of the chances you don't take. It will always be easier to try and fail than to not try at all. There are people in the course of all ages this year. There are people 17, 18 years old who were just finished their leaving cert. There were people in their early 20s who might have taken a year or two out and just decided to do it this year. There's myself and James, who I mentioned earlier, who were born a week apart from each other. I'm only a week older than him, which is really cool. Um, we are 24 years old each and... 24 years old each, does that make sense? We are both 24 years old and we both... You know, we both did it. Ian, who I mentioned earlier, is the ripe old age of 75. Checks notes. My apologies. 34. People of all different ages. We even have someone in the course who is aged from 26 to 28, I think they said. They know who they are. I really don't understand how you don't know how old you are. But you have created some very funny memories this year. So I thank you for that. To the person who right now I'm going to nickname the Cookie Monster. Which was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced. But it will forever remain a inside joke amongst the acting for stage and screen course of 2021-2022. Which I am so absolutely fucking proud to have been a part of. Lads... I don't really know how else I want to wrap this up. I don't really know what else to say other than just I'm so blessed to have experienced these past eight months and I really hope at least one person listening to this can get a bit of inspiration from it, go out there, do something they want to do and maybe achieve some dreams I'm going to end it with another one of my favourite wrestling promos because this is how I always always end episodes it was the way I was trying to do it at least towards the end of Straight Outta Klein when I was originally doing it and again I don't really care if this is Straight Outta Klein or not whatever it is here is one of my favourite wrestling promos that just always gives me goosebumps every time I hear it and hopefully even if you're not a wrestling fan, you might enjoy it too. Speak to me! 
This evening, it's been hard for me to find the words. That's... Oh. oh, this is going to be great. and let me do the talking. <laughs> no WWE talent becomes a legend on their own. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others. It makes them bleed deeper in something than larger than life. Then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized by the storytellers, by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him and make the running the man did live forever. You! You, 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 you are the legend makers of Ultimate Warrior. In the back, I see many potential legends, some of them with warrior spirits, and you will do the same for them. You will decide if they lived with a passion and intensity, so much so that you will tell your stories and you will make them legends as well. I am Ultimate Warrior. You are the Ultimate Warrior fans. And the spirit of Ultimate Warrior will run forever. member of the Hall of Fame. Oh, it's it's you again. Hello. Um, I may have slightly told a little lie. So you've just heard that amazing wrestling promo which was fantastic, if I do say so myself. But that thing I mentioned earlier about the cookie monster, what if I were to tell you that uh, I actually do have the audio of that moment? And yeah, fuck it. 
Let's take a little sneak peek behind the curtain of the acting for stage and screen course of 2021-2022. And yeah, here's a little inside joke about uh, the course. So if I just get the audio file here, I should actually be able to play it right now. Uh, so brace yourselves a bit here because it might be a bit extreme for some people, but... Uh, yeah, like without further ado, here is the the audio. So let me just play it there now. Uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> 